And it's gotta be Hey guys, this is Jordan Sanders, and I'm here with the Color Commentary crew as they give you views from a different side. And they're going to be talking about my brand new movie, Little. <laughs> but anyway, let's go ahead and get into this movie review. Of course, this is Rashad, uh, owner and founder of Block Band Music and Publishing, a uh, company that gives you music and instruments for march bands across the nation. Let's talk about this movie. First, we're going to give you a non-spoiler review. So, uh, uh, go ahead, Frank. Just your quick thoughts on this movie, man. Non-spoiler review on the movie Little. Uh, I don't. Uh, you know, Rashad, I, I I really don't know, man. I got some some mixed feelings about this movie. Um, uh, I you know what? I think it's I don't I I think it's worth like you know going to see it. You know what? I'll talk about it later, man. I just got some mixed feelings about it, man. It got me feeling that type of way, man. Sorry about that. I just, I'm just, I'm just in my emotions right now. <laughs> okay. And uh, Chuck, we know that uh, you don't like to support black movies, so we know you need to. <laughs> so I'll go ahead and go. <laughs> I personally love the movie. Uh, I thought it was a, a great movie. I definitely think you should see it. Uh, I can't wait to get into the spoiler part in order to, to take it apart a little bit, but I, I really enjoy this movie. So um, if you, um, let's see here, if you're watching right now, you, you've heard our non-spoiler review. Chuck says he's okay. He's got, I'm not Chuck. Frank says it's okay. He's got some mixed feelings. Chuck didn't see it at all. You can go that route. <laughs> I say it's great. <laughs> I think the act, I think it's hilarious. I don't think it's a perfect movie, but for me, the comedy really overwhelmed some of the, uh, some of the problems with the movie. So if you are here for the non-spoiler review, you can go ahead and cut off your camera now, cut off your YouTube video right now, and go to the theater and watch the movie or not. Because now we're going to get into the spoiler review of the movie. So let's do this. Mr. Frank Puna, Big Tuna, what's happening, man? What do you think about this movie? Spoiler review, lay all cards on the table. Oh man, yeah. All right. So going in, man, I was, uh, you know, looked up the director and seeing that it was uh, Tina Gordon, Tina Gordon, and mm -hmm. um, I think that's her last name. Let me look at my notes, man. Make sure I get the name right. Yeah, Tina Gordon, man. She uh, directed Drumline in two thousand two, and uh, in addition to uh, Peoples and ATL in two thousand six. So I was like, all right, let me see what's going on with that. Um, and in addition, uh, it was written by uh, Tracy Oliver, who did Girls Trip um, and uh, a couple of movies that's coming out. Uh, well, one movie that's coming out, Sun, is also a star. Um, a movie about a black woman dating an Asian guy. So I was like, hey, I want to see what Little is about. Little, uh, to me, was laid off the movie Big that came out in 1988, 89. And I thought, you know, with Tom Hanks, so I was like, hey, this, uh, you know, we got some uh, some African American ladies in this movie, and we got to play off a, 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 a maybe could be considered by some a cult classic movie uh, from the movie Big, and we got a, a little version of it. And uh, this is a romantic, uh, this is a romance fantasy comedy movie. And on the fantasy side, um, you have this little girl that has this magic wand, and 
and uh, Jordan Sanders uh, gets turned into a little girl. Um, I thought the fantasy side was awesome. Um, the, on the comedic side, you have uh, Jordan Sanders played by Regina Hall being the uh, bad attitude, well, well, a CEO, a black woman making a lot of money, has a bad attitude, has been bullied and getting her revenge on being bullied um, as a little kid. Now she's an adult and now she gets to bully all the people who actually didn't pick on her, Rashad, if you really think about it. Um, you know, I think it's like, you know, like Charlie, I don't know, Charlie and I have talked about this before. It might be like the nerd mafia. You know, you get picked on in, in high school or in middle school, and then, you know, you become this hot shot CEO and you want to uh, now take your revenge and misdirect your anger exactly. on your employees. That's a, and that's that's the uh, the uh, character that Regina Hall played as Jordan Sanders. Then you had Issa Rae. He probably yeah, got her uh, he probably got her apples licked in middle school, so now she's licking other people's apples. How about them apples, huh? <laughs> I couldn't quite hear you there. We had a little uh, transmission there. Could you say that again? I said that she probably uh, had her apples licked while she was in middle school, so now she's licking everybody else's apples, you know? Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. You know, she, uh, you know, the word is clap back. You know, that's the, you know, the current word is day. She got clapped on, and now she's the one doing the clap back, and then she... And, and boy, do I mean, boy, was she out for revenge? I mean, the way she carried herself, and the, you know, on a day to day basis, I mean, um, you know, she she has no filter. Uh, kids, coworkers, it doesn't matter, man. She slaughters everyone. Um, um, then you have Issa Rae, who's a uh, who played uh, April Williams, and uh, she's like a pushover, um, personal assistant, um, and she goes, she goes, she goes through some emotions, Rashad. You know, some. Some emotions at work, some emotions in her dating life that I'd love for you for uh, both of us to expand on a little bit further. And then you have um, the young version of Jordan, the third uh, superstar, the young version of Jordan, uh, who's played by Marce Martin, who did an excellent job. I mean, she's also the executive. She got executive producer credit for this movie. Mm -hmm. So, you know, in case y'all didn't know about that, I mean, that's 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 pretty good for a young, uh, you know, for, for a kid her age. That's that's pretty awesome. Um, and uh, she did an excellent job playing a, uh, you know, the young version of herself with an adult mind. You know, that is that was that was an interesting twist. But I'd like to hear more of what you and, uh, and, and hopefully we can uh, uh, chop more about it one on one more about this movie. It sounds like everything you said was all good. I didn't hear a single negative thing about what you said, but you said you had some mixed thoughts. Like mixed was good and great. Uh, yeah, the mixed thoughts. I'm glad you asked. Yeah, let me get. Yeah, I'm glad you uh, brought that up. The uh, the the a lot of the uh, the uh, comedic angles didn't really hit with me. I I, I wasn't uh, busting out laughing, you know, through the movie. I wasn't chuckling a little bit. Even uh, you know, I was even observing the kids in the movie theater. There was a, quite a few uh, teenage kids ranging from 12 to 17 that I seen in the movie and. Uh, there wasn't too many outbursts of laughter. I want to say 12 to 17 because it's a PG-13 movie, but ranging from 14 to 17, it looks like. Um, uh, I didn't really hear too much laughter out of them from my observations. It wasn't, uh, didn't really, uh, they tried to get you, but they, they tried to get me, but they didn't, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't get me. Um, on a romance end, I thought that's what the comedic part was um, with Issa Rae, you know, you know, being very hot and bothered. Uh, 
you know, and, and, you know, she, she, you know, she, she really had a few sets of men that she had her eyes on, um, but there was no romantic interaction. I, I guess, you know, she, you know, she's single and available. She made herself available. She let people know that, yo, she, she's about that life. And uh, none of the guys uh, followed up with her from the, the, the school teacher uh, to one of her coworkers and whoever else. Uh, also on the romance side with Jordan Sanders, you know, she had this, I don't, I don't know what you would call it, like a Chippendale uh, type of dude. I don't know. She had like a hired stripper that comes down and, you know, help her out without, and, you know, she had some uh, mixed feelings with her, uh, with her boy toy, uh, for lack of a better phrase. <laughs> there. So, uh, so the romance side was pretty cool. But you know what, Rashad? The, the part that really, really, and it might seem petty and it may seem superficial, but okay. the main part of the problem with this movie is the fantasy part. We got the romance, comedy, the fantasy. The fantasy is the magic wand. Where did that girl get that magic wand from, man? She got it from Hogwarts. And, <laughs> and, and yo, as soon as Issa Rae knew that girl could do something with that magic wand, I would, as an adult, I would have never gave her back that magic wand. Mm -hmm. I go ahead and wish that this girl found this. I never knew that she, this magic wand existed, and uh, yeah, and I'm just gonna make a wish on that, and that wand will be mine because she's a little kid. But yeah, there needs to be a whole entire storyline that was missing for me on how this kid found this magic wand. And yo, this kid, yo, Rashad, this kid has a magic wand that could defeat Thanos. Do you hear me here, Thanos? Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, That's you know, why I'm at. So no, no. She couldn't defeat oh, Thanos this because Dr. Strange said that that was the only way. <laughs> it was the only way. You know, when, he yeah, yeah. 16, when he looked at 14,605 different ways of defeating Thanos, he obviously looked at the little girl with the wand and was like, no, nah, they ain't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> the wand ain't going to work. <laughs> that wand ain't going to do it. But I need to, but I need to, but yo, hey, for yo, for, for, for one that could do something like that, if you make that girl mad, um, she, she's pretty mature with wielding that power, you know, for, for, for a young kid. But, um, uh, yeah, I think there need to be a spinoff or a sequel to her and that magic wand because, um, if she keeps that magic wand around, uh, and they gave it back to her, they took it, you know, they bought that wand for a second. I thought it was going to break or something, but they gave it back to her. And uh, and that's the end of that. But yo, it will be a great movie to see what goes on with that magic wand and that and that young lady. I I, I want to keep a closer eye on her on her her future. I'll tell okay. you that much. But but I want to hear what you got to say. Okay. Well, uh, Chuck, what do you have to say about this movie that you didn't see? <laughs> didn't seem like he had much to say at all. <laughs> so I'll go ahead and take it here. Uh, let's see here. But I thought the movie was hilarious. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Regina Hall's performance at the beginning was way over the top, and I thought I thought her being so over the top, I thought it was going to be bad. But it was so funny, like it was so ridiculous the things that she was doing, like licking people's apples, smacking people in the head. The funniest thing that she did. Uh, when she said, if we don't get this deal, there ain't going to be no more ergonomic chairs. And she pushed the girl oh. <laughs> around the corner. I know that. I could just see when they were laughing on set when she did it because it was just ridiculous. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, 
but I thought it was funny. I really liked the dual messages of the movie because it wasn't just about trading places between young and old Jasmine. It was actually uh, Jordan, excuse me. It was uh, Jordan and the assistant, April, who switched places as well. You see, Jordan learned how not to push people away. And we also learned why she did that. We learned that she attacked people before they would attack her based off of her experiences in middle school, which reminds me, I actually missed like the first two or three minutes, maybe five minutes of the movie. So I remember she was at the hospital. What happened there? Oh yeah. Let me give you a rundown on that. So um, young Jordan had a presentation going on on stage and she's uh, standing on this platform. She's doing a, a science physics presentation. She has this big, like it looks like a big giant, um, you know, one of those punching bags you punch real fast. One of those, you just yeah, uh, yeah, one of those where you just stand and punching them. Well, she had like a big version of that, and she's like swinging it like a pendulum, like she's like throwing it, or you know, like like basically like pushing it across the stage. And she's basically saying like basically through the laws of physics, when she hits this, when she pushes this uh, gigantic bag with a certain amount of force, it's not going to come back and hit her. Well, one of the bullies. Um, which uh, I think it was a school cheerleader as well. One of the bullies, she, uh, so well, uh, before I get to that part, uh, so she pushes the, uh, the boxing bag and it goes across the stage a little bit into the crowd and it comes back to her and it doesn't hit her. Um, so mm -hmm. when it swings back, the uh, bully girl catches it. The, you know, the camera pans to the bully girl, she catches it and then she's like, exerts a whole lot of force and you know, it basically pushes it in the, uh, back in the direction of young Jordan. Well, young Jordan is standing on a, on a platform um, that's probably made out of boxes, something very light or some light, some, uh, some, uh, or, or, or some blocks that are very light. Okay. And basically the, uh, the back hits Jordan and Jordan just flies to the back of the stage. And I was mm -hmm. like, you know, that, you know, so at one point in time, it was the greatest moment of her life. She had a, uh, uh, her scholastic life where she proved one of the laws of physics. The bully comes in, interrupts all that. Now it becomes one of the worst days of her life. Now, it pay, then it, uh, the next scene is when she's at the hospital and her parents say, hey, you know, uh, you know, it's okay. You know, uh, you know, one day you'll be able to get them back basically through success. You know, don't worry about it. And the funny mm -hmm. thing about that part was like, uh, as a parent, uh, I'm ready to sue the school. I'm ready to sue the parents. Uh, where is this kid? <laughs> None of that, you know, they're just walking there. And that's when you walked in the movie, that's when you saw her in a cat in a body cast all messed up. And, you know, basically, uh, Jordan, young Jordan at that point is vowing for revenge. Gotcha. Okay, so I need to uh, jump on one of those online uh, places when the movie becomes available because for whatever reason, for all the black movies, they're not available online. <laughs> so you got to go to the theater. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, if they know us, they know that... You know, when it comes to black people supporting black people, you have to force us to do it. <laughs> it was, we'll do it very well with force to do it. Anyway, like I said, uh, we learned a lot about Jordan. Thank you for that, uh, uh, Frank. Uh, we learned a lot about Jordan, why she was, why she was. But we also learned with April, um, she had a, a transformation as well. You know, she learned that she had to become more like Jordan. She had to become more fierce. And how and learn how to, to stand up and, and take command. And I thought that was cool. They both had that transition. Um, I love the social worker. 
because the social worker gave as good as she got to about you and your goofy aunt and to about, uh you got to enroll this child in school or somebody's going to jail and april was like by somebody do you mean it's like no i'm talking about you <laughs> that was great <laughs> i love the entertaining sections like the part where they're thinking you know time on my hands since you've been away for <laughs> <laughs> like that was that was funny to me. It it could easily take you out of the movie because you're wondering like why is this happening? But it was it was entertaining. So you know I equate that kind of to the part in Big where they're dancing on the piano. You're like, okay, why are they doing that? You know, but it just gave you a little entertaining section. Um, it wasn't a perfect movie, Frank. My biggest problem with this movie, man, what the heck is up with the marching band, bro? Like, what are y'all doing? Like, this is a complete insult to me. I mean, you see, I got trombone over here. Let me tell you something. Trombone, I mean, bands, marching bands do not play backup for talent shows. <laughs> what, what is that? I kick the music and the band is back there doing something. No, play the radio. That's how that works. But the band doesn't play the background music for the talent show. That's stupid and ridiculous. Whoever told you that, I'm completely insulted. <laughs> anyway. Can, can I chime can I, can I in on one thing that I was insulted on? I want to say it was an insult, but what about the kid that stutters? He couldn't even, like, I don't know, it was some, some of the child acting, uh, you know, you know, child, you know, children are precious. I'm all about the children. Frank is always for the children. Okay. But, I mean, like, that one kid, I don't know his name, I, I tried to find his name, I couldn't find him, but the stuttering kid, like, he was horrible at stuttering. He was just, like, repeating he was horrible what he stuttering? just said before. He what, didn't really have, he didn't have a speech impediment. You know, like, you know, that was just, it was just horrible. Was like, either you get, get a kid that really has a speech impediment and pay the kid to act in this movie. <laughs> like, just, just make fun of his actual... <laughs> That's hilarious. Or just not have a kid that has a speech impediment at all. You know, or, or at least have a kid that can perfect, you know, like if you're going to stutter, like, I mean, like actually go through the acting of stuttering, you know, like, I mean, it's not something to, to laugh at or anything like that, but it's just like, why have a kid that stutters, but he can't even stutter right? Wow. You know, this is like, uh, you but, are, but yeah, but, uh, you are terrible. I, I say, yo, get it. <laughs> terrible it, it was horrible. horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a question since you, uh, for you guys. Is this a adult movie or a kid movie? It's a PG thirteen movie. I mean, PG thirteen. I like that. You know, they have some inappropriate things. You know, a lot of like when you watch movies like Super Bad or a hundred other PG thirteen movies. You know, they have some suggestive stuff in there sometimes because this is how teenagers are. So I didn't have a problem with uh, the things that were saying. So if, if you had a kid, you know, around that middle school age. It's there's not very many provocative because on the previews it's hard to really tell. I, mean, I see a dude basically genuine on top of the the building, you know, with his shirt off, and then I see you know a little girl that's you know what what twelve, oh, looking them up and down and stuff. It's like that's a little. I don't know. Have some little strange moments at least with some of the previews. So I I was wondering. See, I'm gonna I'm call you. I'm gonna call you out just like I called Frank before the show. So you what? just be a sexist is all this. You are being sexist. Let me tell you why. Because in all these movies with the boys, there's always some hot teacher 
with big old boobs, and the boys like, oh my God, did you see what Mrs. Johnson has on today? <laughs> and you always, you know, oh, she's so hot, she's so fine. So that's going be fine, but all of a sudden, with the little with the boys, okay. Like, oh, okay, you know. Well, I mean, if, if Miss Johnson came out on a stripper pole, <laughs> ripping her clothes off, you know, you know, at out at somebody's balcony, and then the boys are sitting there on, on the couch looking at her, that would be one thing. Like yeah, I would I would be wondering a little bit about the movie rating and what they're talking about. I mean, it's not like she was like I, I could see maybe like when she was um, attracted to the teacher, like that mm. whole skit, like you know how I'm feeling or you know what I'm feeling, like that whole mm. exchange. I could see her like, having a crush on him, giving him the little eyes and shadow and stuff like that. That was cool. But then like when the dude's like just literally like going like you know BT and cut over there on on the top of the. <laughs> On top of the building, I was like, "Whoa, cover your ass!" Well, like, this ain't Disney. Look, we want you want Disney. You can watch Dumbo again, okay? Oh gosh, no. <laughs> he had to take this one there. Um, last thing, the movie just had a couple of um, how should I say, loose ends that didn't make sense. But again, for me, it was funny enough that that a lot of that stuff didn't really bother me. But it's like, okay, first of all. Does she not take showers in the morning? Like, <laughs> if I woke up, okay, and I was taking a shower, and my parts were the same size as my parts were back in when I was 13, <laughs> I would notice. <laughs> there would be questions. There would, <laughs> does she not, are, are you telling me that a, that a woman, particularly one that seems to pride herself as, on her attractiveness as much as she does, did not look in the mirror one time? Like it was, it was weird to me that the only way she found out that she was a child is that she went out in public, and then she like looked at a reflection and realized that she she was a child. Like to me, yeah, you're definitely going to recognize that you're a child before you before you walk out the door. I don't know, that was weird. And then um, dangling dangling storylines like what happened to the what happened to the child protective services agency? Like how are they going to yeah. what happened to young Jordan? Like it was such a big deal, you got to get Jordan in school, but now she's gone. She disappeared. Like, <laughs> murdered her. Like, how are you going to explain that? How are you really going to explain how this child is gone now? <laughs> what happened to the nosy neighbor? And of course, what happened to? He's literally called Hot Teacher. <laughs> That's his name on. That's his name. Yeah. Wow. What happened to a uh, Hot Teacher? Like, he could have showed up at the end somewhere, and that could have um, fixed that. But other than that, again, I really enjoyed the movie. I think people should see it. Um, you know, I, I think it's probably an underrated movie. What about uh, closing thoughts there, Frank? Should people see this movie? Uh, yeah, but not in the theaters. Uh, wait till it comes on BET. Um, no. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of missing points in the movie, a lot of continuity issues. Uh, they got yeah, their continuity coordinator uh, behind the movie says did a horrible job with that. Uh, yeah, just wait till it comes on BET, uh, and you can watch it every spring when it comes on there. Okay. All right. Well, we'll go ahead and close out. So at this point, I'll go ahead and toss it back to Mr. Chuck Taylor here. Oh, well, first of all, let me say real quick, if you like what we did, make sure to, to give us a like. Uh, leave a comment. Is this movie too provocative, maybe, or is it, is it just right? Let us know. As usual, you've got to subscribe to survive. Now I can pass it over to Color Commentary. And of course, what he's going to say is this is Color Commentary, where we give you views from a different side.